Welcome to the fade route with DNZ. Here are your hosts. DNZ. Welcome to the Fade Route with DNZ. I am D. We have a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk. We're going to discuss the NHL season. Braves, Astros, and Red Sox make it to the championship series. And the last game of the National League wildcard round as the Dodgers face the Giants in San Francisco tomorrow night. But we begin today's show with the resignation of John Gruden. The renowned head coach resigned Monday as his firing seemed imminent as emails surfaced where Gruden used homophobic, misogynistic, racial words to describe Roger Goodell, DeMora Smith, and other owners in the league. The emails were found while investigators continue to go through over 650,000 emails from the Redskins organization or the Washington football team organization. Gruden's emails were found in correspondence to Bruce Allen, a disgraced representative of the Washington football team. And the emails were released to the New York Times. At this moment, all the emails have not been made public, but John Gruden seems to be the first casualty in this ongoing investigation. So, Z, if you're Mark Davis, do you fire John Gruden? Well, you figure that the NFL is a fraternity, right? And these guys are may may not be like best of buds, but they run in the same circle. You gotta be aware of what's going on. And in order to kind of stay with the new inclusiveness that the the NFL is trying to promote with the end racism on the helmets and you know uh, in the end zones and you, you can't have that kind of stuff around so it's one of those things it's a bad look for the league it's a bad look for the Raiders who went and got Gruden at ESPN and paid him handsomely. Most importantly, it's a bad look for John Gruden, right? It's it's an egg on the face type situation because, you know, he comes off as that kind of guy who's smarter than the next guy, you know, the smartest guy in the room type dude. So... It, it's a, it's definitely a bad look all the way around, but in order to preserve your organization, you kind of have to either outright get rid of them, which will look more favorably on you because it's like, oh, he's proactive. He's not waiting for an NFL investigation. Mark Davis is just getting, he's just taking care of business. The other thing you could do is just make it John Gruden's decision to leave where we were not, we weren't 
in all these negotiations, right? We weren't flies on the wall. Who knows what Mark Davis was saying he was going to do? He's like, we're going to deactivate you. We're going to suspend you until the outcome of an investigation. Well, we, we don't know what was going on there. But credit to the New York Times for getting these inf- getting this information. I mean, it is a matter of public record since it was part of the lawsuit and investigation regarding the Washington football team. But personally, I want to know what else is in this. Like, I want to know, because let's not forget, Jay Gruden was also the head coach of the Redskins at one point. Who knows what was going on in correspondence between the brothers? And then on top of that, just in general, who knows what else was being discussed? So this may very well be the tip of a very juicy iceberg. My whole thing is, is he better not be the only one, right? Right. There's, 600, there's 650,000 emails. John Gruden better not be, be the only person that takes the fall here. If you're going to take him down, get rid of them all. And get rid of everything. Get rid of the nepotism. Get rid of all the sexual, the racial. Get rid of everything. It was interesting. Mark Davis released a statement uh, a few hours ago where he said he had no comment, but you should ask the NFL because they seem to have all the answers. Hmm. That's an interesting thing for him to say. That sounds quite defiant, actually. In, right. in, in, in typical Davis fashion, they are, uh, they are still at odds with the NFL front office. I think, judging by Mark Davis's response... I'm of the mindset that he was kind of frustrated that this was leaked and that this was out, and he felt like his hand was forced. Now, at the end of the day, I believe the record shows that John Gruden resigned, but it was based off of the fact that Mark was going to fire him. But I'm not sure, you know, and he didn't want to be a distraction. So it made it might have been Mark was leaning towards more of the, we're going to suspend you. And let's see where this goes. And John's like, I don't want to be a distraction. Just, just forget it. I mean, I'm getting my money anyway. So I'm right, he's getting paid a, regardless. I'm four years into a ten-year deal, Mark. Whatever. And, and, and let's not <laughs> let's not uh, sugarcoat it either. The Raiders started out hot. They're starting to go turn downward. So they're starting to Raider up. You know, where they're yeah. starting to become who we thought they were. So I can see where he wouldn't want to let this kind of fester throughout the season. And listen, I don't know. I walked, I've walked by John Gruden a couple of times. I saw him. I never had a conversation with him. I don't know the man, but I mean, this is a guy that's been around football forever. He, I believe, is responsible for for scouting um, Jerry Rice pretty sure he was the guy that found him in Mississippi. I mean, you're a scout. You're in all these different towns. You're on all these teams. You get men to follow you. You're a leader. And now everyone's going to come and take a shot at you while you're down like this? It just just seems ugly to me, right? It just doesn't really add up. Like, how did he get these jobs? Who's doing these background checks? Right? Are there background checks being done? That's the other question. Who's Who's vetting this man if he's got this kind of history and this kind of behavior? 
but let's think about this. Let's draw a particular parallel, right? Mickey Calloway. It was a dirty secret. It was wide open in the circle of baseball, but it only really came to light once he got fired as the manager of the Mets. It really started coming out later on. So it wouldn't surprise me if this stuff was known. Like I was saying before, it's a small circle. It's a small circle. So I, you know, I, I sure that they, I mean, John Gruden was personality wise with the vulgarity thing and just like John Gruden is John Gruden. If you don't know who John Gruden is, you've never been around him. You've never seen TV. You know, you don't know from what you speak. But I don't know. It, it, it does kind of rub me the wrong way. It's it, it's an uncomfortable. It's it's definitely an uncomfortable topic. But at the same time, it's like the only way you're going to get to the bottom of it is by talking about it. Is by giving it the sunlight. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. Looking to break into broadcast media, web development, social media marketing, or filmmaking? Then CSB is the program for you. From day one, you'll be trained hands-on by industry pros like friend of the show Rob Adams, whose goal is to get you trained and get you working in months, not years. CSB offers 8 and 16 week programs in small class sizes designed to give you the personalized attention you need. If you can make it in person, there are five East Coast locations. If you can't, they offer virtual classes too. How great is that? And once you graduate, you become part of the alumni network that gets you to the front of the line. Trust me, I'm an alum myself. Go to GoCSB.com today, request more info, set up a studio tour, and who knows, you may very well be on your way to a career in broadcast media. That's GoCSB.com and tell them Z sent you. GoCSB. But sticking in the West, sticking on the West Coast at least, the 49ers fall to 1-4. It's Trey Lance and Jimmy G are banged up. Going on the East Coast, the Giants fall to 1-4. Saquon Barkley's ankle blew up, suffered a bad ankle injury. Galladay's dealing with a knee injury. Daniel Jones is in concussion protocols, but it looks like he's going to be able to play this weekend. Which GM has a better chance of of surviving this what looks like to be a losing season? John Lynch or Dave Gettleman? Let's be real here. They're playing the Rams this weekend, so whether or not he plays, it may be immaterial. But the one who, I mean, the 49ers regime is going to survive. They've been to a Super Bowl more recently. They seem to be trending in... They're at least in the middle of the pack, right? So you're looking at rushing yards. They're 11th in the league. Points, 15. Points against, 17. So just they're just kind of lying in the weeds, hovering around the middle. Fortunately for them, they have a bye. So you don't have to worry about the quarterback situation. You don't have to rush Nate Feld out onto the field this weekend because they don't have a game. So that's the one thing. Long-term, I would definitely want to be them. The Giants, outside of passing, it's, you know, it's not good. It's just not good at all. Like, Saquon Barkley finally comes back. He's looking like his old self. He's explosive. Boom. Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. And it is 
ankle just blows up like a balloon. Galladay, out. Slayton, out. Shepard, out. Impressive talents. Impressive talents for a lot of those guys. But when I think about some of the drafting, right, and going back to Jerry Reese, the last Jerry Reese pick was Evan Ingram. So you had Ingram. You've had Beckham. You've had Barkley. You've had Andrew Thomas. You've it, It's a little bit of revisionist history on my part, but these were known quantities that you passed up in order to get these guys. So I don't want to it's not that it was big, it was Sam Darnold or Saquon Barkley. You had a fellow by the name of Quentin Nelson that was available. Like, would you rather have a stud offensive lineman and a running back like a Wayne Gallman or a running a stud running back and an offensive line that can't him and can't protect the quarterback? So yeah. it has been a work in progress for years. Dave Gettleman has failed more spectacularly. And if you look at what they have done in San Francisco, I still have more faith in them, and that that's pretty telling considering that I'm a Giant fan. Yeah, I mean, interesting take by you. I actually am I'm taking the opposite here. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure who's going to survive, but I think I think Dave Gettleman, you know, showed he should. And I'll say it, I'll say it this way: I see progress in Daniel Jones. And it's really hard to assess a team that has all of these injuries, right? So I'm not going to slam Dave Gettleman down to the ground and say that, you know, he absolutely needs to go. I mean, I, I, think, I think he should survive. But looking at the 49ers, I think John Lynch needs to go. They're 31 and 38 the last five years. They have no first-round pick for the next two seasons. Both quarterbacks are hurt. They have no running back right now. You mentioned their running, their their running, their running situation. They're 17th in the league. Ugh. Okay, that they're they're behind the middle of the pack in my opinion. And not to nitpick, but I really think Kyle Shanahan's play calling this year sucked. It's been awful. I think the execution. I don't know what the game plans are for this team. Uh, the fourth down decision making, the mismanagement in general. I don't think he has a feel for this offense. I'm not a big fan of this offensive line. Where's Brandon Ayuk? And I'm not just saying that because he's on my fantasy team. But what the <laughs> hell happened to this guy? Like this guy was a stud last year. Now he's not. He's not even getting targeted, man. Kittle's hurt. Uh, I just. I don't. I don't think they're trending in the right direction. You look at the Rams made a splash. Cardinals are undefeated. Seahawks, Russ is hurt. That's good. That keeps you out of last. But, you know, the I, Joey Boza, yeah, it's great. But, um, or Nick Boza, I'm sorry. Nick Boza, yeah, that's great. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's where I'm going. Yeah, you're more than entitled to. But as we have seen with the Philadelphia Eagles, you can ride a Super Bowl for years. You don't even have to win it. You just have to get there. So Can you? Can you? You look can. What happened to, but look at what happened to Doug Peterson. He don't have a job right now. He won the damn thing. They didn't even win. Th- that's because Philly's insane. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. They, to peace and, peace and love to Philadelphia. Dude, but but dude, y'all are nuts. The, 
See, the dude's got a statue outside the stadium. He didn't make it after they won the Super Bowl. They got rid of him. What are you talking about? You can't ride a Super Bowl for that long. You know, they're not headed. They're not trending in the right direction. I mean, they have a big. I mean, Trey Lance, he only started one game. He looked okay. He didn't look like number three overall okay. You know? We agreed that he was a stretch at three. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, he was taking it three, but that doesn't mean he was number three. You know, that doesn't mean he was that good. So that's on evaluation. But what concerns me is strength and conditioning. After the total friggin' implosion last year of the 49ers, you had to think the fault that this year different because it couldn't be as catastrophic. You lost both your quarterbacks. You lost your tight end. You lost most. Uh, did I miss anybody? Jeff, Jeff but, Wilson. Everybody. Yeah, the did, whole backfield's gone. The whole what backfield's the he- gone. What the hell is going on there? They're making the friggin' Mets medical staff look competent. It's the and it, 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 It's got to be something because it, it, at this point, it's just ridiculous that these injuries keep happening and with the same... with regularity to the same franchise it's just strange but to your point about daniel jones daniel jones has definitely impressed outside sitting with his helmet that shows a, a lack of uh, a lack of uh, gray matter in between the ears but he's definitely i mean he's definitely improved I want to he see cleaned, more. He cleaned up the tur- he cleaned up the turnover problem. He, he did. He he did. He it, it, he's not uh, he's not fumbling with regularity like he used to. He has so, nobody to throw to. He has no running back, no offensive line, and you know they're they're battling. I I just think it's I think it's hard. I think it's hard to cast harsh judgment on Gettleman. Gettleman's well liked in the league. Cancer survivor. Um, I, I think he survives. I think they actually both survive, but if I had a can one, I'd can John Lynch. Avoid messy accidents. Get better stopping power with your brake pads. Callahan brake pads. You never know when you'll be driving in the road and there will be a truck tire that you need to avoid and save your family. Callahan Auto. We really care about what's under your hood. Moving, moving on to baseball, Boston takes out the Rays in four games. Boston outscored the Rays 26-20 in the series. Was this series more about Boston's bats getting hot or Kevin Cash's mishandling of the pitching staff? It's never just one thing, but there has to be... We have to give credit to the Boston Red Sox. They took it from Tampa Bay. Now, whether it was overconfidence or whether it was just lackluster performance, Tampa Bay did not show up when it mattered the most. And some of the some of the decisions were inexplicable. Just the perfect example. The ninth inning where Kike Hernandez hits the game-winning sacrifice why are you playing a shift 
where you have a first baseman in between first and second where you could just push a bunt. You don't even... It doesn't even have to be a good bunt. Kike Hernandez just has to, has to get it down, and that game is over. Like I understand that analytics is a tool, but at yeah. some point, at some point... It, well, some people may say Kevin Cash is a tool as well, but I, I, I'm not one of those people. But we love Kevin Cash. He's a friend of the show. But at some point, you have to look at the situation and kind of take it for what it is. Like, okay, he's an extreme pole hitter. So we're going to put three guys on the infield, three guys on the left side of the infield, and we're going to have our slow first baseman in between first and second trying to cover all that ground. Oh, yeah, Kike Hernandez is fast, too. And he's hot right now. And he's hot. He's equatorially hot. So it's it's just a bunch of head scratchers. And I don't want to hear from Tampa Bay that that ground rule double is what real is was the turning point because at the end of the day no absolutely not no way it was not you got beat take it like a man you got beat listen we were texting each other in live time and i'm like how is the conversation you have a runner on first and third how is the conversation not keep the ball down double play depth let's turn two how is that not the conversation how is the conversation? Okay, yeah, let's get three guys on the left side of the infield. Uh, well, Choi, as, you, you come in, and yeah, let's let, yeah well, pitch. As soon as as soon as Travis Shaw takes second base, Kike Hernandez is still in the batter's box. You need right. to set up a force. Yes, set up a force. Walk him. He's on fire right now. Walk him. Pitch who? Pitch to anybody but this guy right now. I just. And, Go and back to last year. This is the second time that he's bungled something like this. I just, with Nick Anderson. I I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But at some point, you have to abandon the analytics and go with your instincts. Over a 162 game season, it works. But for one game and one series, play baseball. Kiki Hernandez was on fire the last two games. Why would anybody pitch to him? And there's one out. Just but maybe that's instinct. the thing, though. But maybe that's the thing. You're saying trust your instincts. Maybe he has none. Like that. Maybe that is something that really needs to be brought into question. Then maybe wait, he then doesn't have Con- a feel. Then Connor McHugh throws 18 pitches. He gave up one hit and zero runs. All right, let's let's get you out of here. Hit the showers. Uh, what, why? You're done good, kid. You're done good. They bring in Shane McClan- McClan- McClanahan on three days rest. Who gives up five runs in two thirds of an inning? Panic did he move. do what you want? Is that what you wanted him to do? What did you say to him when you took the ball from him? Thanks. Great. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll get him back. Could Connor McHugh not do that? And the funny part is, they did get it back. They got it all back. They, the, they almost they just, won in spite of their coach. This kid never pitched in relief before you're gonna bring him in against the red Sox in fenway park like what are you thinking you're not thinking you can't possibly be what are the what are the players thinking in this situation 
what's a guy like a Rosarina thinking after he's, you know, helped tie the game? And he's like, all right, we got a chance in this. And you're sitting in the outfield and you're watching this whole thing unfold. It's just like, you can't be like, yeah, let's pitch to this guy. The whole no crowd's way. into it. It's not like, at least if you walk the dude, you take the crowd out of the game. Like, they, everybody was standing in the fucking place. You're the Tampa Bay Rays. You didn't play like the Tampa Bay Rays. You played like the old Tampa Bay Rays. Well, no, they are playing true. They are playing true to form in the biggest moment of the season. Kevin Cash does something stupid. Blake Snell was dealing last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we've seen enough. I've had enough of this. Like, oh, third time through the order, he he really struggles. Third time through the order. Let's bring in a guy who's been so overworked that he didn't even pitch this year. I think the worst part is, is right, is it just shows how the analytics was wrong, right? Because let's say you leave McHugh in, you leave him in. There's what are the chances of him giving up five runs that inning? Probably slim to none, since he was already dealing and doing well. But even if he did give up five runs, you still got it back. You got it back anyway. So even if he gave up three, two, what, whatever he gives up, like what's the goal? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to go? for like a bullpen shutout the bullpen game is that what you're trying to do like baseball is a part of it's a game where people are going to hit the ball you're not going to be able to shut everybody out we're in an era where people score runs right and that's what they've been pretty much promoting so why not have at that like you you were your plus minus differential year was great You've played the, you know this team, you know the other team you're playing. You got the, you got the rap sheet on them. They got the rap sheet on you too. You think Cora was really worried? How could he be? I'm up two one. I'm at home. Like I just, it was just, it was disappointing, but they got what they deserved. But it was quizzical. On- A lot of quizzical decisions, but at the end of the day, like you said, they got what they deserved. Congratulations to the Red Sox. You now get the Houston Astros. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic the most unlikable, series. the most unlikable American League championship series in years. The Braves advance. Now they wait for the winner of Game Five between the Dodgers and the Giants. MV Free hits a home run in the eighth inning to get the Braves to the NLCS. How are the Braves doing this without Azuna, Acuna, and Soroka? Well, first of all, I hear the joy in your voice. I definitely hear the joy in your voice. You deserve it. Congratulations. But at the same time, let's not forget that you did kind of write the Braves off a little bit. So let's call let's let's call it how we see it here a little bit, buddy. Let's just Mis- be real. Misdirection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're playing possum. I see what's going smoke and mirrors. And to a degree, it's also smoke and mirrors how they're doing it. You're getting you're getting Freddie Freeman, yes. But you're also, I mean, you have veteran players on this team that are playing very well. Duke comes off the bench. He's doing he's doing a bang-up job. Soler might be a problem because he has COVID. So missing Soler may be a, may be a problem. But like, Swanson got you there. Albies got you there. On the other side of the ball, uh, pitching-wise, you had Ian Anderson. He got you there. Charlie Morton. You have players on this team. Is it a superstar-laden team? No, it absolutely is not. But 
can they get you where you need to go? Absolutely you can. Especially when you take into account that you have two blood rivals facing each other in a winner-take-all game before your series starts. Let's harken back to the 2003 Florida Marlins for a second. They picked the bones of the New York Yankees. They, they were waiting for that battle of attrition to end, and they just calmly and collectively picked the bones of the New York Yankees. So this team is talented enough to do that. Will Smith, a little shaky. Yeah. That being said, Will, yeah. Will Smith is a little shaky, but, I mean, what was your alternative? Right? Who, who is going to be your alternative at the back end of that bullpen? You didn't go get Kimbrel, and Kimbrel wasn't that great either against the Astros. So, the it, it's shaky, but they absolutely can get it done in the playoffs. Can they get to the World Series? Why not? Can they win it? Anybody left can. That's the beauty part of the playoffs. If you look at the guys that are left, every one of these teams has a legitimate shot. Yeah, I mean, I think it really comes down to their pitching. I think Max Fried, Charlie Morton, and Ian Anderson have been pitching really well. Um, and the scoring is up from last year, even though they're without their biggest bat. Uh, time I would hitting. say Austin Riley is filled in really well, too. Austin I, I, Riley I, is the MVP of this team. And I've seen him in person. Dude is huge. He's huge. And his play has been huge. Um his versatility, his ability to play third, his ability to play left field. Um, I just, uh, Jock Peterson is playing out of his mind. I, I, I joked around when, when Acuna went, went and got Jock Peterson a trade line, a trade deadline. I like Jock. I, I've always liked him, but I didn't think he could really, you know, fill those, fill those shoes. But it comes a numbers game. Numbers wise, he's done well. Pitch hit home run. Man, it's huge. Max Clutching his pearls, man. Out. Clutching the pearls. Um, I really feel like no matter what the score is, they're always one pitch away from getting back in the game or putting a team away. And that's what you want. They're the hot, they've been one of the hottest teams since August. Going into August, they were below 500. Since then, I believe they have a ridiculous record of like 38 and 8. 38 and 10 something wild like that like they just and it might be a test to who they played but i know they don't like to talk about momentum in baseball but they have some momentum behind them and honestly i really do believe that they can win the world series as long as they don't face the dodgers i don't think they can beat the dodgers for whatever reason i just don't think they can but they can certainly beat the giants they could beat the red sox and i think everybody would love to see them beat the astros definitely on paper the Dodgers should run away with this thing but yeah the, the team yeah. I mean you have Albert freaking Pujols coming off the bench if this was like a rotisserie or like stratomatic it would be ridiculous but the game isn't played on paper so that's the thing Albert Pujols is you know hitting what in the 200s like maybe like the low to mid 200s like he's not who he once was but I definitely, I think you're in for a treat regardless of which team makes it into the uh, NLCS to take on the Braves. 
But one thing, if we're looking ahead to a matchup, the Giants are managed by Gabe Kapler. And Kapler, they are familiar with him from his days with the Phillies. So that little bit of familiarity may be, you know, maybe something that kind of gives the Braves an edge over him. But we'll see how that works. But yeah, the Dodgers, like with with the names and the amount of talent amassed, th- there's no reason that they shouldn't steamroll a team like the Braves that are, you know, right, it's a good right. it's a good team. It's a good team. But like they're not all star at every position team like the, right. the Dodgers are. Right. The Dodgers just have studs at every position. They got three pitchers that are just dominant. I mean, Walker, we, we can roll into the, the Giants series. The Giants and the Dodgers have a date with uh, each other that's happening tomorrow night. Their best of five series is coming to an end. Uh, it's been a thrilling series, been up and down. Um, where, Which way are you leaning, man? Which, do you think that, I mean, we talked about the Dodgers being studs, but can they go into San Francisco? And beat the overall number one seed. You know, I'm just going to casually uh, roll out a 20 game winner. But, you know, no big <laughs> deal. Oh, yeah, it's just like he's not even the best pitcher on my team. So uh, I'm going to put a 20 game winner up against Logan Webb. No big deal. Ho hum. Oh, and I have Max Scherzer for two wings out of the bullpen if need be. Like, dude, if the Giants survive this game and win, which they can do because they have guys like Longoria and Wilmer Flores and Brandon Crawford. They have they have players. They have guys with experience, with pelts on the wall, maybe not necessarily Wilmer Flores and Evan Longoria, but a guy like Brandon Crawford, uh, he has World Series experience. Buster Posey is there. You know, he's still there. So, I I can't count out the Giants. And if the bats don't come alive like they did the other night, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a nice giant victory. You know what? I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna take the Giants over the Dodgers and it's gonna be close. Just as, as close as the other night. Not some fluky wind kind of thing where the I mean Dodger fans, please. Oh, it's windy. Wait, the sun was in my eyes. The dog ate my heart. Knock it off. Should have got Longo- a live chicken. I should have got a live chicken, man. Longoria got it over the fence. Gavin Lux did not. Too bad. So sad. That's baseball, Susan. So I'm going to roll with the Giants, and this could give them momentum. This could propel them to the World Series. Yeah, I mean... We talked. We just talked about how how star-studded the Dodgers are, and they are. But they their stars haven't been out all season, right? And the Giants have been the better team all year. They're playing at home. I know you said Scherzer can come and do two innings, but there's no there's no real Scherzer in this game. There's no Muncie, no Bueller. Bellinger's just awful. He got two hits last night for the first time since August 25th. How asinine of a stat is that? Well, just wait till he's the starting center fielder for the Yankees next year. So, 
Yeah. It's bound to happen. Sounds, it's bound like, to happen. sounds like sounds like a Yankee already. The, Gi- <laughs> the Giants should win, right? I mean, however, like Ric Flair says, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. So these are the defending champs. So the Giants are gonna have to beat them, and I do. I think they will. I think they're gonna come through. Woo! <laughs> but we've already seen it, right? Who did the Dodgers play in the World Series last year? And who just got sent home? The Rays. The Rays. So half of the men got beat. We just got to see if, if the Giants are equal to the test. You got to worry about Kenley Jansen. You always have to worry about Kenley Jansen in a big spot. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how he had performed up until the biggest moment of the year. Very much like Aroldis Chapman. We've seen Aroldis Chapman cruise and then just implode. Very much in the same vein as Kenley Jansen. And I I could totally see a walk-off. I, I could totally envision that. But we're gonna we're definitely gonna be in for a hell of a game and it's gonna be a great ride going forward. can't help but smile when you see a balloon. The simplest occasion is a party. Westchester Popstar is located in New Rochelle, New York, offers balloon styling and decor for all life's events. Birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, showers, school and corporate events, store openings, or just because. Westchester Popstars takes balloons and shapes them into works of art, creating decorative installations for your special occasions. No event is too big or too small, and their custom personalization service is top-notch. Westchester Popstars is a private studio, quickly expanding. In-person consultation is by appointment only. Send an email to westchesterpopstars at gmail.com for more information or to schedule an appointment. No need to hire an event stylist. All you need is balloons. Currently servicing Westchester, Putnam, New York City, and Connecticut. To find Westchester Popstars, search for them on Instagram, Facebook, or Google. time for the mail route on the fade route if you want to get featured hit us up fade route mail at gmail.com or slide in those dms at fade route podcast on ig or drop us a line on our twitter page at fade route dnz All right, boys and girls, we have a full mailbox, an overflowing mailbox. And if you want to send an email, hit us up at faderoutemail at gmail.com. And maybe your email will make it to the podcast. Email number one comes from Bob in Bedford. Hey, guys. Love the show. The Chiefs lost again. Are the Bills that good, or are the Chiefs that bad? I mean, we've spoke about this the, the last few weeks, and teams are on to the Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo brought in nine defensive linemen into the game on Sunday. Uh, 
they were rotating them constantly to keep them fresh. Micah Hyde is probably the best safety in the game right now. The Bills just looked hungrier. I don't think the Chiefs are bad. I just think the Bills are a hungrier football team right now. The Chiefs have to clean up that defense. It is absolutely putrid. It, it It's amazing that Steve Spagnuolo still has a job. It's just an awful performing defense. And but we knew this already. Didn't even play. Christian wouldn't yeah. even play. He's crying about his wrist. Like you, it's a good thing you weren't in that game because you would have done nothing. No, it's like even with them, even with Chris Jones, I still don't think that Chiefs defense is any good. Uh, if you look at the statistics, right, they're all still very good offensively, but the turnovers, the turnovers, the turnovers, the turnovers, two picks from Mahomes, another fumble. Edwards Hilaire was having a fumbling problem. Now he's on IR. The, I, I read a report that they're interested in bringing in Marlon Mack. Oh, because Marlon Mack is an injury prone. But that's neither here nor there. Like They have a couple of things going on right now that are definitely holding them back from being the team that we know that they are. At the, In the beginning of the year, I thought it was going to be their offensive line. Offensive line is playing very well. It's it's just a, a lack of attention to detail and just sloppy play. It really is just sloppy play right now. Fortunately for them, it is only week six. They can come back from this. They are much better than they're showing. And I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will be there in the playoffs at the end. Will they play the Buffalo Bills in the AFC title game? I don't think so, but they'll. This is definitely still a playoff team. Buffalo, though, like you said, they're playing. They're hungry. They're lights out. They're incorporating the run game. We have been saying this for the better part of a year now. Josh Allen cannot be your leading rusher. They have Moss. They have Singletary. They are using these guys. Stefan Diggs playing great. You mentioned the secondary already with Micah Hyde. Levi Wallace is great. Trey White is great. This is the team on the come. And there's a reason why a lot of NFL insiders are very high on the Bills right now. That being said, it's a long season. They will, they're not going to be, they're not going to pitch multiple shutouts good. They're not that good. They're not the 2000 Ravens good on defense. But they are good enough that they'll be able to withstand a shootout. That's for sure. As of right now, the Chiefs have a lot, to, a lot of work to do, and the Bills are just are riding high right now, but they can't get too high. What was that quote? Don't take the cheese, it's rat poisoning. That uh, Teddy Brother said that Bill once told him. Don't take the cheese, Buffalo. Don't take the cheese. Email number two comes from Chris in Passaic. What's up, guys? Hockey is back. The 2021 season is already underway. My Kraken lost, but that's okay. Will they make it to the finals like the Golden Knights did? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, uh, I like the Islanders' chances to win the cup. I actually think they can win the Presidents' Cup and they can win the Stanley Cup. I think Tampa is also bringing back a strong team. Pittsburgh's going to struggle out of the gate without Crosby. I think Carter's going to be starting off the scene the season as the center. I hope for Connor David's sake that the Oilers play better. I think they're going to have to make a move around the trade deadline if they're going to compete here. Um, the Kraken should make the playoffs. I don't know about the Stanley Cup. Um, I think the Islanders. I think that, like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm big on the Islanders. I think Edmonton hangs in there. I liked Avalanche coming out of the West. I like the Golden Knights coming out of the West. I think the Panthers are a good team too. I have four teams that have to shit or get off the pot. The Golden Knights. You are number one on that list. Your team is stacked. You lost Flurry, yes. Your goalie is embattled in a situation with the league saying that they're they're covering up and they're committing medical malpractice. So now's the time, boys and girls. You know you Fleury's gotta do it. To, you know Flurry's been to fifteen straight playoffs. Fifteen years oh, yeah. Flurry's been in the playoffs. Oh, totally. I mean, it's amazing to me that Pittsburgh thought he was done. Oh, we yeah, like Matt yeah. Murray. We yeah. like Matt Murray. Where's Matt Murray now? Four goal Matt Murray. We would have like four goals a game in the playoffs. Jesus. Number two on my shitter get off the pot list, Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm sick and tired of hearing about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, they redid their third and fourth lines. They brought in Peter Morazic to go with Jack Campbell. This team still revolves around Matthews, Marner, and Tavares. If they don't get it done, this team ain't shit. Sorry. Team number three, the Avalanche. Your pick. Landeskog, you gotta show up. McKinnon, you gotta show up. Your big boys, your alleged superstars, you gotta show up. Now's the time. And last but not least, the New York Islanders. Islanders, they they play such a hard style that it is very difficult for them to sustain that level of excellence throughout a long season and into the playoffs where you can play upwards of 100 games. That style is taxing. It absolutely is. So it it's incumbent upon Barry Trotz to find a way to get his players rest so that they're all ready to go. The other thing they need to do is they need to replace Jordan Everly, whom they lost to the Seattle Kraken in the playoffs. But other teams that can easily get in there, I do like the Kraken. I like they did as far as the construction of their team. Is it they they got the goalie? More, most importantly, Philip Grubauer. Uh, it's a solid pick. I like what they did there. Um, do they need more offense? Probably, but they can always make a trade for offense at some point. Um, the Rangers made a lot of good moves. They're way more physical than they were last year. Did they have to sacrifice a little bit of skill to do that? But, you know, that's fine. You don't need to have four skilled lines. You need to have some guys out there that are going to bang and forecheck and pressure and make the other team make mistakes. 
And I really like what they did in terms of the acquisition of a guy like Revo, Ryan Reeves, or Sammy Blake. Good job. It's a good job by Chris Drury so far. And another team that could be sneaky good, if only because they're packing like a third of the, the Ranger team that went to the Cup. You're looking at the Carolina Hurricanes. You have Auntie Ranta, Brady Shea, Stepan, uh, Jacob Slavin, Sebastian Ajo. They have players. That might be a sleeper team that can take it all the way this year. So, Rangers Mid-South kind of area. We have Rangers all the way south with the the Tampa Bay Lightning. You can never count them out. But it's going to be... It's going to be a good season, but how about how about Bravo to the NHL? All but four players are vaccinated. That's impressive. That is that is very impressive, it's especially in light of what just happened to Kyrie Irving, too, right? The Nets yeah. actually showed up and suspended him. So, kudos to the NHL for not taking this shit from the get go. They said you're going to get it or you're going to sit. Plain and simple. They did well done. Around. Well done, Gary Bettman. Bravo. Whoa. Whoa. We don't say that very often at all, but kudos to you, Kamish. Nice job. And email number three comes from John in Philly. Guys, Ben Simmons reported to the to 76ers camp the other day. I thought you said he was done with the team. He is done, man. This is all about money. Ben cares about his money more than Kyrie Irving cares about his money. He's reporting to camp. He's doing everything he's supposed to do. I don't think he's going to play for them. Kind of like a Deshaun Watson situation. They're going to try to get... They're trying to find a trade partner for him. And you know what? The the Nets might be that team. Think about that, right? I don't think it's a great move, but you know what? That might be the way they go because that's a superstar for a super. I mean, I don't consider Ben Simmons a superstar, but if you're if you're Daryl Morey, it's like, hmm, what can I do to get this done? Because I'll get him here. I'll get him to play for me. I'll work. I'll talk to him. You know, everyone thinks they can talk to him. They've been trying to talk to this kid for like 10 years now. Nobody can get through this guy. I don't know. At some point, teams need to realize that you know, Kyrie Irving is a lost cause. So just Manny being Manny. <laughs> Absolutely. But as far as Ben Simmons goes, so I don't get fired. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm gonna answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Marshawn Lynch said it best. And that's exactly what Ben Simmons is doing. He's lost about a million bucks right now. And let's be real. We have eyes. He's not good enough to recoup that money. (laughs) He's just not that good. So I'm glad he got into camp. I'm glad he's finally talking to Elton Brand. He's finally talking to Doc Rivers. But he's just trying to be a good soldier right now. He's never going to suit up for the Sixers again. And it wouldn't surprise me if he even ended up in Houston. So, I, I, as some sort of, like, I, I don't even know what they would get for him at that point. Probably draft picks or something. But he has no long-term future in Philly. That 
situ- that, rep- that relationship is not reparable. So all- the only thing he can do is keep the money in his pocket, pretend to be a good soldier, at least for a little while, and then pull a James Harden and get... Don't worry, John. He is not suiting up anytime soon for the Philadelphia 76ers. Your favorite podcast has its own merch line now. Go to teespring.com, type The Fade Store into the search bar, and have access to our sweatshirts, t-shirts, long-sleeve shirts, tank tops, and much more on the way. That's teespring.com. Type in The Fade Store at the search bar and show your boys some love. Rep the Fade Route brand only at The Fade Store, only on teespring.com. The Fade Store presents the Alleged Superstar of the Week Award. It is time, boys and girls, for the Alleged Superstar of the Week. Are you ready to go for the Alleged Superstar of the Week? You have your nominees ready to roll? You know I love this segment. It's my favorite. Oh, it is fantastic. It's one of our greatest, greatest segments and it's only been around for a short while. And do you happen to know who won last week? I don't. Who won last week? So it was a closer race than I thought it was going to be between Matt Nagy and Garrett Cole. But Garrett Cole just snuck in. Mr. $326 million. You have the distinct honor of winning the ass for being the alleged superstar of last week. But... We're moving on to this week. The poll goes up after the show, boys and girls. Check out our Twitter poll. That's at FadeRouteDNZ. Vote early, vote often, and help us decide who the superstar, uh, the alleged superstar of the week award goes to. So who are your nominees, D? Oh, I'm going to start off with... Uh... The New York Jets, of course, but I don't have I don't have any players in my alleged superstar this week. It's all going to coaches. My first one is Robert Sala, who says he's not disappointed in the play of his quarterback. Really? Are we watching the same games, Robert? The Falcons had no Russell Gage, no Ridley, and you still could not beat them, not even in London. Robert Sala, you are one of my alleged superstars of the week. Next one is, we talked about earlier in the show, Kevin Cash. For the second year in a row, you mismanaged the pitching staff. Cost your team a World Series championship. Better luck next year, Kevin Cash. You are an alleged superstar of the week. And last, and probably the least, Nick Saban. You have the best college football player in the, the best football college football players in the nation, but you managed to lose to the unranked Texas A&M. Come on, man! You are my alleged superstar of the week. What about you? You grabbed a couple of mine already, so I'm just gonna go Alabama football in general. Just <laughs> Nick Saban, way to go, coach! Congratulations to Jimbo Fisher, by the way. Really making Florida State look like dog shit there. The Tampa Bay Rays as a team. 
for totally shitting the bed and spitting the bit against a wild card team. Mason Crosby, you field goal oh, missing fool. Oh, that's a good even one. in a win, even in a win, it doesn't matter. You're going to miss another one, Mason? That That's just inexcusable. You're just lucky that McPherson was even worse. Somehow even worse, but he's, he's a rookie. more incompetent than you are. <laughs> he's more incompetent than you, but people know so that's even worse and last but not least least patrick mahomes two picks a lost fumble and at home at home you lost by 18 points your team is floating right now and speaking of floating Y'all need to do better. Just do better. Are you in need of air care maintenance or service? I have the company for you. Air Care Technicians. They service the Westchester and Northern Bronx area and can help you with all your heating and cooling maintenance and service needs. Just give them a call at 914 315 1547. Again, that's 914-315-1547. Or shoot them an email at aircaretechnicians at gmail.com. These guys are the real deal as they are veteran-owned, licensed, and insured. Make sure to tell them that DNZ sent you. Let's run the option and give you our picks for the week. All right, brother. It is time for the option. It's time for us to make our picks. How did you do last week? I'm riding good, man. I was 11 and 5 last, last week. Pretty impressive. Nice, nice, nice. Steady Eddie over here. Three weeks in a row at 10 and 6. I'll take that. Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie, 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 Eddie man. This week, Thursday night, Bucks at Eagles. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are pretty banged up. Secondary's banged up. Godwin's hurt. Brady hurt his thumb. Uh, I think it's going to be actually close just because it's Thursday night game. But I am going with TB and the Bucks. How about Tom throwing for five touchdowns at 44 years old this past weekend? Way to go, Tom. Big performance. Definitely a big performance. But... I'm going to be looking for one Mr. Leonard Fournette to go off. I'm still taking the Bucks, but I Play really think playoff Lenny. He's going to show up when the lights are on bright. And you know what? I don't know if it's a legit injury with Tom Brady or if he's just working like they usually work, but it's a short week. Run the rock. Sunday morning. A little tea and crumpets action live from London. The Dolphins at the Jags. Who you oh, got? Morning trash. I'm going to take the Jags. I picked them last week. They got to get a win. So I'm um, hearing Tua might be back soon, but I'm taking the Jags. I would like to apologize to London for what we've been sending to you. I am also taking the Jags. 
they're going to rally around their uh, their head coach there, and lap dances for everybody after the game. <laughs> Robinson, sneaky sneaky season he's having. He's top five rusher in the league right now. Very impressive. They brought in Travis Ntn to replace him, but he's been showing that that was a mistake. He's a fant- He's been fantastic catching the ball in the backfield, and he's really scoring all the points for that team. Absolutely, and the Dolphins have no offensive identity right now, so this is a game for them to get fat. The Jags need to get fat on the Dolphins this weekend. One o'clock, Chiefs at football team. Yeah, uh, Chiefs got a rebound here. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs too. The Washington football team defense has been an extreme disappointment. Both of these teams, in general, have been pretty mediocre. So it boils down to Heineke versus Mahomes. I still like Mahomes in that matchup. Rams at Giants. Yeah, this is going to get ugly. Regardless if Daniel Jones plays or not, taking the Rams. Oh, man. This is going to be bad. Kadarius Tony looking good, though, man. Look good. He is, you know. They actually they featured him in the offense, but then he went and goes and throws a punch at KZ. So, like, he's going to play. He hasn't been disciplined by the league, but now that you got film on him, I wonder how Raheem Morris is going to deal with that. Rams are going to go big. Texans at Colts, a battle of two one and four teams. Yeah, pretty disappointing season, uh, I'd say, right, for the Colts so far. But they should have won on Monday night. I think they beat the Texans. I'm going to go with the Texans. Davis Mills actually looked pretty decent, which is surprising against the Belichick team. I just think, you know, they try hard. They have a nice veteran presence there. And Carson Wentz is eventually going to Carson Wentz. Texans going to win. Bengals at the 0-5 Lions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I feel like the Lions got to get a win, right? I, I, I'm going with the Lions. They're due. They played really, they've been playing good the last two weeks. They're due. They've been playing hard all season. They easily could have won. They could easily have two wins right now. Yeah. Really but could. those, the you know, Justin Tucker hits a record-setting field goal and then you know, last week, Joseph for the uh, the Vikings. That being said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take the Lions, too. I'm unsure about Joe Burrow, especially throat injury. I don't know how that's going to impact him. So, you know what? We're going to roll with the Lions, and hopefully we're right. From the Lions to the Bengal Tigers to the Bears. Oh, my. Packers at Bears. I mean, the, the Bears are terrible at playing the Packers, so I'm taking the Packers. Packers, big. This is the weekend that Matt Nagy gets canned, and Bill Lazor takes over the team. They're going to deploy the laser. Fire and the laser. They're going to fire the laser after they can Matt, Matt Nagy. Chargers at Ravens. Two 4-1 teams here. Good game. Potentially uh, a great game. I'm taking the Chargers, actually. I think they're just a, they're just a hot right now. Justin Herbert's hot right now. We're in agreement again. I'm taking the Chargers as well. I don't 
I don't like what I see in Baltimore. It feels like fool's gold. They really should have lost that game to the Colts. They but should be 2-3. Lo- they, they should be. I, I agree. So I'm going to roll with the Chargers as well. Vikings at Panthers. Uh, Vikings. I think the, the Pan- Panthers just seem to be sliding. Um, they, they shouldn't have lost the Eagles. Um, so, yep, I got them sliding. They're definitely not what we thought they were, especially without Christian McCaffrey, but I'm here. I think Sam Darnold's going to get right, and Chuba Hubbard is going to show that he's a damn good running back. We're into the 4 o'clock hour now, boys and girls. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals at the Browns. Yep, they get their first loss this week, so I'm taking the Browns. After last week, I am not 100% sold on the Browns right now. Like, they definitely they got into that shootout with the Chargers, and a couple of pass interference calls go their way. They're, you know, they're 4-1 as well, but I'm going to roll with the Cardinals here. They're going to go 6-0, and and they're just playing a little bit better than Cleveland right now. The Raiders at the Broncos. Uh, I think the Raiders win. Broncos seem to be sliding. Poor game in, poor game in Pittsburgh this past weekend. Yeah, they didn't play well, but at the end, at the end, they were still in striking distance, and Pittsburgh made a play. So I'm gonna roll with the Broncos. I think it's gonna be a distraction for the Raiders, and I don't think they'll be able to recover. 4:25, Cowboys at. Patriots. Uh, Cowboys, just too many weapons there. I mean, if anybody was watching, the Patriots almost lost to the Texans, so I don't see how they're going to be able to beat a team like the Cowboys. Curious to see how Bill attacks Dak, but um, the the Cowboys roll. The secondary is pretty good. They might be able to slow slow them down a little bit. I doubt they can slow down Ezekiel Elliott. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well, and the Pats go 2-4. and four. The Sunday Night Delight, the Geno Smith-led Seahawks versus the Steelers. 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 I'm still not impressed, man. I'm not impressed with what the Steelers They just lost Juju, but, you know, that might be, you know, some good Juju for them. Geno Smith looked good in a short relief appearance. Ah, this is a tough game. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Why not? Why not? Last but not least, your Monday night delight, the 4-1 Bills at the Titans. Bills roll. With Without their top wide receivers... It's not even going to be competitive. Bills take this one pretty handily. Teams on the bye, you have the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and Niners. So deploy your fantasy according. Yeah, it's been a tough one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has been the Fade Route with D and Z. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Catch our podcast Wednesday nights on Anchor, Spotify, even iHeartRadio wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time, stay faded, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.
you want to get on the action, we want to hear from you. Hit us up at Fade Route Podcast on IG, Fade Route Mail at gmail.com, or slide in our DMs at Twitter at Fade Route DNZ. Questions, comments, picks, segment suggestions, you name it. We want to hear from you. Get at us, in crowd. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Turn on subscription notifications and tell your friends. Spread the word. Spread it wide.